the balance goes deep. It's work-life balance. It's balance with the workload. And it's also mental health balance. You got to feel like you're also out here for yourself, too. Exactly. Because when you prioritize yourself, you can show up so much better for everything in your life. I'm Brittany. And I'm Alex. And you're in the Editing, Editing Castle. Castle. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be here. How are you, Brittany? <laughs> How's your day? My day is good. Any day we get to pod is a good day. Yeah? Yeah, this is our second episode back from our little break. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you for your patience. We needed January to catch up on some of our other important deadlines and due dates. Yeah, we appreciate you guys being here. Yeah. Today's topic is one we are very passionate about. So excited. Yeah. It's all about being an entrepreneur and things that we're doing differently this year with the uh, intention in mind of having more balance. And specifically more work-life balance or just overall balance? What type of balance? Well, I think it's both, right? You mm -hmm. have to live a balanced life personally in order to be able to be a balanced person professionally. Mm -hmm. It's better for you. It's better for the client. It's better for the actual art that you're able to create exactly i'm a firm believer that you have to fill up your cup in order to pour out so much oh that's <laughs> that is good starts within right yeah. so often building a business you are sacrificing your personal balance in order to see some kind of success in business which is a great strategy we're going to talk about our history with sacrifice <laughs> balance and <laughs> the lack thereof and and that will give some context to why we're making so many big changes this year but Brittany, what are you working on today? What oh are you doing yes. in your editing Thank castle? Thank you for asking. I was lucky enough to edit studio portraits of you and I. We mentioned it in the previous episode. We went to a studio to document a newborn babe. Mm -hmm. And while we were there, we created some really fun portraits. I mean, that place really did show up. Lots of light, lots of big windows. It's very industrial. It's downtown Milwaukee. And I love what we created. I got to play around with that. And what's really exciting is I got to use Imogen again mm. to see how it's learning my editing style. Yeah. And I'm very pleased so far. Is it Imagine or Imogen? What do you uh, like? What's your like when you think about it in your head? I think Imogen. I like that. But you're right. Imagine is kind of more fun. I think it's kind of just fun. It's like a tomato, At tomato. Imogen, Imogen, <laughs> imagine. Imagine. If you're out there listening, please let us know. Is it imagine or Because I would love to advocate for your program. It's AI editing and AI calling. It's something so special where you can upload like 3,000, I think it was. I think it was that. Of at, your at least 3,000. At least 3,000 mm -hmm. of your fully edited images. And then imagine or Imogen. <laughs> I'm going to go with Imogen because it just feels I'm gonna good to me. I'm going to say imagine just to mess with you. That's great. Okay. You upload your images and it will learn consistently ideas of how you edit over the course of 3,000 photos and then it will help to apply that specific coloring and generalized edit to the new images that you add into the, the program. You do this by exporting a catalog from Lightroom, you put it into Imogen and then when it exports out the edits for you to review, you get to then go back to Lightroom and make any final adjustments. It speeds up the uh, editing process, which is awesome. So just to be just to like for a little clarity, is it like any sessions that you put into those 3,000 or was it specifically like two or three wedding full galleries that you put into that or, or break that down a little well bit? Well, you get to build a profile for each. If you're out there and you're just a wedding photographer, just upload to what's called like a profile, create a wedding 
profile mm-hmm. and just upload your wedding images. But let's say you're like us and you might do a couple of sessions also mm-hmm. or family sessions, any other t- kind of portraiture. You can make a different profile for different things. Nice. So yeah. it's not just specific to one thing. You exactly. Can but yeah. for the most part, I would assume that most photographers, at least the way that we've always done it, is you have a similar editing style no matter what kind of session you're doing. I've actually just been using the wedding profile for all of the galleries I've been putting through there. And the only one really? so far, yeah, awesome. I've been experimenting with different lighting scenarios and different situations. And the only one so far that Imogen was like, ah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> what do you want? Was a snow shoot. And that makes sense because it's such a different color, I mean, so much different light. It was a blizzard. It shoot. was a blizzard. It was <laughs> Everything was so blue because we shot right at blue hour. Yeah. That was the only one where it was like, I don't know how to help you. And I'm like, it's okay, little one. Yeah. And then I ended up just manually editing that entire gallery, which was fine. Mm-hmm. But it's so fun to see that it's going to help with the consistent colors of like summer, spring, fall weddings. What were you editing today? Today I was getting my feet wet and talking about balance in a different different way. Britt and I are really trying to balance out our, our workload together and yeah. really try to see what stuff we can take on together, what stuff I can do by myself. So I was working on a reel today and yes. it was actually involving that snow shoot that you're talking about mm-hmm, with yeah. Jenna and Tony, our sweet friends. Do you enjoy the process of editing in the app or do you use different apps to create reels? Yeah, I, right now uh, I was just inside Instagram platform for it. Exactly. Well, I guess you would use Pass Gallery first. Which is our photo hosting mm-hmm. site. And then you just get whatever ones you, you're like, I really love this one. You know, you're going to put that yeah. one in there. Uh, sprinkle in some black and whites and then actually put them in after like some BTS clip. You got this really awesome clip behind the camera, mm-hmm. which is so cool to see what's actually happening in front of your camera and then to transition from that to the photos is kind of fun. It's a BTS photo dumpy reel. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it. That's yeah. really cool, mm-hmm. Alex. I'm glad. I forgot to ask this on the last episode, but what are you editing today? Yeah, what are you what are you getting into today? What part of your life do we get to join in on? I'm so happy that we all get to hang out today. Okay. Maybe it's maybe it's some tax prep. Maybe you're already ahead of the game and you've already got that submitted like Brittany over here. Hey. Props to you, Britt. You crush taxes. If I can just like re- reveal myself a little to everyone, I am a manifesting generator. You're also an achiever. I'm also an Enneagram 3, so I am an achiever, like the achiever. You are the achiever. I am like a that's achiever, That's the shirt I guess. you need right here. I like am the I'm achiever. the achiever. Long, long story short, I love ideas and I love energy and I love getting those ideas done, mm-hmm. you know? I like to cross things off a list. You like your checklist. My checklist, dude. That just gets me going. That's where <laughs> I thrive. I'm the person who will put something on the list to check it off. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's like brush teeth. I have put that on a list. <laughs> <laughs> if you know me, you know that I need to put that on a list sometimes. Okay, just real quick. Uh, we'll get back she to it. She submitted her taxes, but she brushed her teeth at 4 p.m. So I was going to say, did you put brush your teeth on the list during the day or the night before? Like. There have been times where during the day I'm like, I need to brush my teeth. I gotta go take care of this. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, obviously, every every personality type, every human design, which is manifesting generator, every every individual has like strengths and weaknesses. And one of my weaknesses is that I'm probably trying to achieve something that I forgot, like a basic hygiene thing. (laughs) It comes with the territory. You're an artist. Oh, I'm messy. (laughs) But yeah, thank you, Alex. I appreciate that little shout out. I'm really pumped that taxes are submitted. It's just a different feeling to not. Last year we were much later, and year before every year we've ever been in business, it's always been like right around April. Yeah, and um, it just feels really good to be in a, a home and in a space where 
you can just get get after it. You know, you did like sixteen hours straight, which is insane. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We used that would have been like five different coffee shop visits. That's what I was going <laughs> to share. We used to live in a van, and when we would have to enter receipts and expenses and income and do all of that nitty gritty number crunching, there's all kinds of drama. There's you know people all around you. You have no control over your environment. You have no control of the hours that the s- coffee shop is open that, that day. Was, that was the saddest. You're paying for overpriced sandwiches. You're paying for comfort food. Yeah, you're paying for drinks and stuff. So. It was, you're asking for the bathroom code because for some reason we have to have a bathroom code. If so you know, you know. If you know, you know. So I, it felt so different this year to be in an apartment and mm-hmm. to have the safe space and I could get up and go get a snack or go to the bathroom. It was definitely the day to get taxes done. For sure. Props to you one last so time. whatever you're working on, I'm so happy that you're here and we're Thank talking. Thank you so much for being here. This for topic, listening. yeah, this topic I hope is something that really brings you so much value. We're going to give some examples of just our history with work-life imbalance. And then we're going to get into what changes we're making this year. So that way we can hopefully live our most balanced year yet in 2024. Yeah. And then just for some clarity, we're now entering, is it on paper year seven? Year seven. Thank you. Where we are right now might not be where you are in your journey and that's okay we're going to share a little bit more about our beginning and what that kind of looked like for us when you're building a business the first chapter is more about hustle and more about building as rapidly as possible so you're doing more to get your name out there faster there's like a ramp up kind of period Mm -hmm. and then there's a, a a part where hopefully you take a second at the top of the peak and you think okay, what went well, what didn't go well? And then now, in my mind, it feels like we're on the backside of the curve. We've established ourselves. Jazzercise. It is jazzercise. <laughs> Alex, it's jazzercise curve. We're now on the back of the curve. We're on the back of the <coughs> curve, so we're still working hard, but we know that the end of the jazzercise class is coming, and yep. we're going to have a nice little protein shake to celebrate at the end. Like nice. And just, just like kind of explain a little bit more about what that grind chapter like really looks like yeah what does it mean let's say you just picked up your camera within the last year Mm -hmm. or this is maybe year one or two or maybe you you had already picked up the camera but now you're like i'm gonna do something with it i'm like excited about it maybe this is the year you've transitioned to take on full time when you're in your ramp up period the main goal is to get your name out there Mm -hmm. because the power of referrals and recommendations and also peer reviews mm-hmm. is so pivotal when it comes to building a successful business for the longevity of your career. Obviously, there's uh, incredible artists who can come out guns ablazing, but a lot of us, Alex and I included, it's a long game and you have to slowly but surely keep taking steps forward. And in the first chapter, it's very much about do more so you can see quicker results or you can see results basically. That means more sessions. That means maybe you're not charging as much. Probably a lower price. Yep. And that maybe means that you're delivering way more photos than you said you were going to because you just want them to feel your overwhelming good service. And and you want that referral and that recommendation and that review. It feels like you're pouring out so much more because you want to see so much more result. Would you say you agree with that? Yeah, I would. And then just to illustrate even just a little bit further the grind chapter for us consisted of sometimes doing sunrise sessions yes. and sunset sessions. Yep. Sometimes doing a midday session. Yep. In between those two. But it was it was almost like there was something on the calendar every day of the yes. week. 
and I think the really crazy part of our beginning is that we had just started and we didn't have really sound mentorship to give examples of what your contract should look like or Huge. what your timeline of delivery should look like. Yeah. We were just kind of guessing about what, what would make sense. In the beginning, we did 30-day delivery on every gallery mm -hmm. with a next-day sneak peek. And, I mean... The next day sneak peek, I know some people gripe about it, and it is a lot to do, especially if you're making the decision for the final colors of the gallery, you know, the yeah. next day. That is that is a lot. But the next day sneak peek is huge. I know that Caitlin James talks about the timeline of hype. Or the window of excitement. Window I, of excitement. I don't know if that's exactly that's what she that's said. That's better but than what I said. But that's what she is explaining. You're at the, the height of that excitement window revolving around a wedding. I like where you're going, Alex. But... I just wanted to point out that the next day sneak peek was something that was really important because it gave a lot of people during that window of excitement something yes. to share with people and to explain the experience that they had yeah. and to kind of like tie it all together full circle. And if you're at a different spot in your journey, that's totally fine. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. It was huge for us. Huge. We were taking on the most and we were processing as fast as we possibly could we were doing the next day sneak peek and then we were trying to get galleries done in 30 days why is this such a problem though in that chapter you're giving so 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 much that you never have a second to catch your breath i did rush some edits and i do feel that if i could have spent more time with them they would have been different i also think it has a lot to do with burnout Oh, yes. Thank you so much. That's definitely part of that chapter. It feels like you are not well rested and it feels like you're always expensing more than you can actually replenish. I mean, we were scouting locations in our free time. We yeah. were watching YouTube videos trying to get better in our free time. Yeah, because we it coincides with you trying to get your skills better. We too. were picking up our camera and putting a flash on it and trying to figure that out yeah. in our free time. You know, we didn't really have a free time where we were like going on a date night or where we were going for a, yeah. a hike in the woods, just, just to enjoy the air in your lungs, the sights that you can see. We became so obsessed with our success that we were sacrificing our physical health, our sleep schedule, our relationship, unfortunately. Definitely. I've noticed that as we've made different changes, and it started with something small. We decided we weren't going to do sunrises anymore. Yeah, we were like, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Let's just make this one change, and it's going to have such profound impact. We're only ever doing sessions at night. Yep. And if you love sunrise sessions, go for it. That can be go your thing. Like that's that's totally. I love that for you. We love to sleep in, and we love that time to replenish. Yeah, but exactly. I also think that it's it's really important to explain by setting that one boundary. Like, hey, I'm not going to do a sunrise session. That gives you an opportunity to have a space mm -hmm. for somebody. You know, like if there's a time constraint on something and. Say you were trying to do the sunset the night before and the weather was terrible. Right. But it all of a sudden cleared up in the middle of the night and yep. then it was going to be beautiful in the morning. And they like, I mean, this is a dramatic example. But it's a good example in the beginning of business. We mm -hmm. were always stressed about reschedules. Always. <laughs> because we were blocked so tightly. Yeah, it was crazy. So you're right. It gives you not only an option for reschedule, but I was actually going to say it gives you the opportunity for some kind of routine. Yes. Even if you're a creative, messy, amazing person. And we all are. You need a routine of some sort so you have time for you to be a human and for you to replenish your energy. That was the first change. The second change that we made is we quickly realized when you're scheduling yourself so tight, you're truly taking on so much data. If it really boils down to yeah, one word, it's, it's data. Right, yeah. You need time to process that data. We realized 30 days was aggressive and 
unrealistic. It started getting unrealistic. Yeah. So we changed that to 60 days for weddings and then 30 days for engagement sessions. But sometimes this, w- this was another problem. Yeah. Sometimes it was like, man, I think I need 60 days for that engagement session. You know, things happen. Life happens and things happen really quickly. I don't want to ever deliver something that felt rushed. Right. That was the beginning of our business. Is there anything else specifically you want to share about our history? Or do you want to jump into what we're going to do differently? I think I think it's a good time to talk about what we're doing differently. Yeah. So I think they get the grind. I think they get the it. The grind, man. And, and before we leave this space, if you're there and you're pouring everything out, let me be the one to tell you. You're it's crushing it's it. It's going to matter. And it's going to become this momentum that suddenly is going to be this giant domino effect. And you don't know when it's coming. You never right? know when it's going to fall. But yeah. there's going to be a moment where suddenly you're like, I've made it. Mm-hmm. I'm established and I don't have to be fighting for new inquiries. They're coming to me. Abundance is flowing. Yep. And it's all on the other side of you working as hard as you are. So, so snaps, snaps to you. For you. Yeah, You're exactly. killing it. <laughs> and keep going. And good things are coming. What changes are you most excited about this year that we're making in order to see dramatic change? Mm-hmm. Uh and again, these changes, um, some of them I, th- I would definitely recommend you implement right away. But I'm still going to say, like, if you're still in that chapter and, you know, you're, s- you're still pushing, you? like, yeah. hey, I respect you. I respect that. Yeah. Uh, what we're doing differently, the biggest thing would be the timeline and deliver- delivery, yep. which you just talked about. And then the other really important thing is actually it kind of is a tandem with the timeline of delivery is just blocking off the calendar the timeline delivery for the products that you create for your couples is actually going to make a huge difference in you being able to find the balance that you need. One exciting thing that we changed was that we extended the timelines again. To 90 days for wedding photos and 120 for wedding videos. What was the original delivery time for videos? Well, the original for videos, I think, was 90 days. But what we were finding is that especially for the busiest time of the year, let's say October, fall, videos were becoming due when all of the other content was coming. It makes sense to not have so many things piled up on each individual day and to instead extend out the timelines. And I'm super hopeful that with things like Imogen and Aftershoot, these AI systems that can help us increase our speeds and efficiency, I think that we won't even need to use the full amount of these new timelines the way that we've had to use the full amount of the 60 days and 90 days. I hope that it's actually even faster, but it gives us more peace of mind because we're not pressed against deadlines every single day. Right. You're saying that if you were going to deliver something on day 60, but then you would go to like day 61, then you're going to still deliver that at day 61, but it's going to not be due until day 90. Yeah, you're right. You kind of keep this mental goal in mind to still hit. I would love for someone to have their wedding photos 60 days after the event and their wedding Kind of comes back to one of the, the principles that helped to start our businesses. We would under promise and then we would over deliver. It's an incredible way to build brand reputation and the recommendations and sparkling reviews. I think that it's also really important to share that when you put the dates that things are due or different events that are going to be happening on the calendar, it might sound crazy to list out everything that's due in March for your weddings in summer and in the fall. But when you actually put those delivery times down 
you see when they overlap or when they align and that's just a good thing to kind of keep an eye on. Exactly. It helps you to actually schedule smarter throughout the year because sessions are going to pop up. People are going to come out of the woodwork to say, hey, I want my engagement session this time. Or maybe it's like a random session you don't even see coming yet. It's so nice to see. We even make it red so that way it's kind of like a blaring alarm system when we go into our Google Calendar. I'm not going to be scheduling a session hours away when I have a wedding gallery due. Hopefully I have the gallery already done by the day. And when we do deliver those galleries, we actually delete the red off the calendar as like a little, again, me crossing things off the list as like a little reward, cleans up the calendar. But th having the timelines of delivery on the calendar, they help you schedule smarter. Did what, el what other things do you put on the calendar ahead of time? Well, now this is one change we're making this year I'm really hyped on. Instead of just simply taking one day a week, which we've done historically, we have always taken Tuesdays off for no shooting, nothing. And hopefully you're not working too hard on the computer that day. We try to take like one personal day a week. But this year we're doing computer days, which is really new. My dream is for Monday through Wednesdays to be no sessions. So that way we can always have dedicated, focused computer time. And that definitely helps to stay on top of your queue if you're limiting the amount of days that you can actually be bringing in new content. You need time to work on the computer. You have to be able to process it. And the main thing is I wanted to see if I block off Monday through Wednesday of every week, and one of those can be a really nice personal day, you know, like our historical Tuesday, and I have most of my weddings on Fridays or Saturdays, there's only a couple of days a week that I could fit in someone's engagement session. It actually allowed me to go through my entire calendar year with my weddings in mind and the due dates and everything. And it helped me to understand that I actually only have 23 viable days in 2024 where I could take a session. And of course, there's weather and there's all kinds of other things coming yeah. up. But now when people reach out about their engagement session to finally get you it can scheduled, get specific. I can get so specific about my capacity. That's really good. I see why that would be so helpful. So you process on Monday through Wednesday, and one of the days in there is Tuesday, so that's your personal day. Sure is. Is there anything else that you would like to share that you block off on the calendar ahead of time? Oh, yes. Have you, okay, <laughs> you out there, <laughs> have you ever heard of weekend vibes? Oh, this sounds good. This is, this is what we call the week each month that we completely take off from shooting. The weekend. Well, well, so it started as weekend vibes, mm -hmm. but this year I actually, I, you probably need to go look at the calendar. I should, I guess. I've done some color blocking. We used to take off one weekend every single month, one, in order to have just some personal time to catch up. This has just been a policy we've had since India Earl actually taught this to us on like one of her Facebook lives one time. She just mentioned it and I was like, boom, love that. And that's what I kind of hope these episodes are for people, Alex. I hope that there's little nuggets that people can hear and they can bring back into their own business model and it can help them to like live a balanced life. India Earl said you should take one weekend off a month and I loved that. I think it's really fun to take off one full week. I've extended weekend vibes, Alex, to an entire week each oh, month this that year. Is exceptional. Which is why there's only 23 days we can schedule. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, that really ate that up quickly. But why not, Alex? Why not know that each month you have a week of personal time so you can schedule like fun hangouts with family yeah. or just like personal adventures? This past year, 
in the apartment, we're obviously grinding and trying to get used to living in a house and not being on the road. But we really didn't do much recreating beyond your Tuesday league yeah. for disc golf. Mm-hmm. Maybe the casual hike over at Pike Lake. But I want to go up to Door County this year. There's just different things that I want to do that keep you feeling fulfilled mm-hmm. because you're prioritizing your own personal time, too. So the weekend vibes is one week each month this year. I'm very that excited. That is really cool. Yeah, block your calendar. And then obvi- you're still doing that. Is that like no processing that week or is it still like Monday through Wednesday processing like that's just still Monday through Wednesday on the computer. So you're not falling behind. No, be responsible. This is really fun. I tried to schedule it this year around our double headers. We only have a few. And what I tried is doing the weekend vibes week following those double headers. Good processing time. I mean, it's just so important. Do you do a lot of double headers? No. And this year we've decided to no longer do any double headers in 2025 and beyond because we've done double headers pretty consistently every wedding Mm -hmm. season and we've done one triple header which was horrific energy wise like it's just so much to pour out it was a lot to put on the front end that that was i mean it was it worked out fine absolutely but it it was a lot in terms of energy like don't you remember just being so tired I don't think we moved that day, that last day in Iowa out of Mm -hmm. the Airbnb. We sent the sneak peek and we were like, we're going back to bed, dude. Yeah. I'm so grateful that we booked that Airbnb for that night, too. Can you imagine waking up, checking out, and And having to leave? Yeah. Yeah, No. No, I was like, I'll pay that. (laughs) I'll I'll take one more day, please. Oh, they offer free coffee? This is amazing. That was a dope Airbnb. It was. We definitely are only offering single wedding weekends because we've actually decided to extend our coverage for all of our weddings this year because we prefer not to feel rushed when we're creating. And with that change, good, beautiful things are going to come from it. But now we no longer have the same kind of capacity to just wake up and go shoot another day, another place right after. Yeah, I think it really does open up some really cool venues that are a little bit further away, creative opportunities that are portfolio pieces. You even offered to a few different people Mm -hmm. wedding weekend coverage how cool would that be to book a single wedding weekend and maybe you get invited to the dress rehearsal and you get to actually capture speeches the night before and or like interview time would be so cool interview time i'm just like so excited for somebody to take me up on that yeah where i can just talk to somebody's grandpa for 15 minutes oh my goodness can you imagine i'll probably come out crying but like yeah (laughs) you know i'm gonna energy pull from that entire thing and it could lead to some beautiful audio and just timeless anecdotes for the overall wedding film that would never be possible if you didn't take that extra time to capture the story it wouldn't just be like just an insert in the film like you would obviously put that in the film but like Mm -hmm. that's just a piece that they get like i'm not gonna keep that from somebody i i talked to grandpa jim for 12 minutes and he gushed about how much he loved you here you go we love the idea of the wedding weekend coverage definitely a big capture capture more of the story get more involved in the story when we go to a wedding we are pouring all of our energy out for every single couple and their story it's so much more conducive with you doing the best you can possibly do when it's a solo wedding weekend that's what we want that's what we're calling in the same thing goes as what we were talking about earlier you might be in the chapter where you're just so so hyped on the fact that you got booked twice in one weekend like congratulations to you that's that's so awesome I remember the first couple of times that that happened to us and I was like I was like how are we incredible that's so perfect timing it's definitely it's wherever you're at and whatever you feel comfortable doing what what about being able to take your own photos just fun stuff like that 
fun stuff. Fun stuff. Does that make it to the queue, or is that in ambiguous land? You're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get to those, but I got five other projects before that. I'm gonna wait and put that off. I mean, that's been my theme this entire time. Alex and I really love to take pictures together, but out of the love of serving our couples, I've always pushed that to the bottom of the to-do list, the back burner of the queue. And there's been so many folders upon folders of just raw files, Alex, that have never been processed of our life. I mean, they were s- they're still CR2s. CR2s from the Mark IV day. Not even CR3s, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what a heartbreak, right? It, it is a really cool thing to do, to go back into your old hard drives, your old memory cards, depending on what your workflow is, and pull out some gems. That's not going to be the theme anymore, huh? No, this year, one big priority is putting our shoots on the queue, just like any other couple that we're serving, and being responsible, right? Like putting due dates where it needs to be on the calendar and not ever putting it above anyone else's gallery, but fit it into the queue, put it on the list, and don't just say, and, and this can actually be really relevant to anyone, those content day type of galleries the styled shoots that you set up i want you to put your creative stuff that serves you and just you i want you to put that on your to-do list and actually get that done it's so easy to push that off so it's 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 a big adjustment and i think it's gonna be really cool the balance goes deep it's work-life balance it's balance with the workload and it's also mental health balance you got to feel like you're also out here for yourself too exactly because when you prioritize yourself you can show up so much better for everything in your life. Beyond all of these fun changes we're making in business, Alex and I have made commitments to our own personal movements this year. I mentioned in the last episode that we're going to be running a half marathon. We also just really want to make it out to the lake. You even said like once a day. Yeah, um, the lake is a very sacred spot for us. It's where we actually were married. Yeah, Alex and I are from Hartford, Wisconsin, and there's the South Kettle Moraine Forest in the Pike Lake unit right around the corner from our house. I swear we find new trails every time we Absolutely. go Absolutely, but any minute you spend out there, it just feels like you are fulfilling some part of yourself, spiritually, energetically, physically. We went today, and it was slushy and muddy and <laughs> snow. Yeah, and it was funny. But it was incredible, because mm-hmm. even if it took us like an hour and a half to make it through the entire two-mile loop, we were smiling the entire time. It's just such a cool place to recenter. So you had put one really important thing on the list of things we're doing different this year. Okay. And I wanted to hear your thoughts on time with loved ones. How are you going to prioritize that this year? And what does that look like? How do you balance that with due dates? I, th- I think the, the first and most obvious answer is don't schedule time with loved ones on a due date. <laughs> Sorry, was that too leading? <laughs> no, that's just like the first answer. It it really is an important thing to spend time with those that you love, those that love you. You know, weddings and photography in general is a beautiful opportunity to step into somebody else's life and to see the loved ones that matter the most to them. And it's so easy to get so caught up in the wheel of being an entrepreneur and working on this and then working on that and then posting goals, here and engaging here and mm-hmm. learning never stops never (laughs) never stops and you're like i'm trying to learn this new technique i'm trying to do this but it's really important because we never know how much time we have with anybody that we love yeah and make memories and create with them you know it does sound like you're just like how about i I just don't have the space i don't have the capacity like buy another hard drive you have the capacity find the space find the capacity it's deductible just buy another hard drive like 
you can you can make memories with your family. Yeah. You can. You yeah. will always cherish the time that you invest in those you love. Mm-hmm. Do you plan to ever hold office hours? Because this always comes up in these kinds of conversations, like communication office hours. Do you ever take a social media sabbatical? Do you have any kind of structure in mind this year to balance your accessibility? Oh, okay. Brittany has a like a legitimate background in corporate America. I do. The HR world. And, I mean, she rose really quickly up through the ranks. So she the is... Achiever. The achiever, yeah. So she's a really good person to ask, but I did construction and all kinds of odd jobs and stuff. To me, my timeline for responses, I mean, if it's like, oh, your wedding's on Saturday, you're sending me an email on Wednesday, and it's a big thing. Like, I'm going to respond to that as soon as I read it. Yeah, absolutely. For sure, 100%. But if it's an inquiry or any other type of email that's not dire, the response time is like, 24 to 48 hours i was gonna say two to ten days <laughs> two to ten <laughs> yeah i'm sorry like i'm a balanced girly and sometimes i need time to think about my response it definitely depends like and it depends some on what you're some doing with some that ema- week. yeah it does like what what's due what's coming up what and do we get done if, in two some, to ten if days? somebody yeah so much <laughs> if somebody's asking for an entire timeline conversation that takes a lot of time you like have to think about it you have to look at logistics at sunset you have to look at options you have to look at first looks you have to look at it's one of those high so impact many conversations that if it's such high impact i'm not gonna rush it right that's not gonna get like just a quick email right back alex um, and i will literally wake up sometimes and be like do you have email energy today and then that person <laughs> will go do emails exactly for something dire obviously like hey i'm gonna, g- I'm gonna get you back right away but for other things, I think two to four to ten days is probably t- <laughs> twenty-four to forty-eight to ten days is a good. <laughs> <laughs> two to four to ten days. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that in like the signature <laughs> of my so email. Crazy, dude. I might get back to you in I'm two to four to ten days. And then days. you respond in six hours, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> you're like, "Yeah." You oh, know, one cool thing under that was promise, over deliver. <laughs> yeah. One fun change we made this year that we learned from another photography educator in the space that we admire and respect, Nathan Chansky. He actually gave us this little nugget, so I want to share it with all of you. If you go to all of your platforms, see what automations you oh, can set up. Oh, this was so good. Yeah, so that way you can dial in where people get a hold of you. Great example. He and we are aligned on Facebook being the least of important out of all of our inboxes. I would much rather someone hang out with me on Instagram or like email. Honestly, I hate text messages, and I would rather someone text me an inquiry than Facebook. I don't even go on the platform much personally. It's tough for me to prioritize that inbox for the business. He taught us you can set up an automation. So now we have an automation that says, hey, we love that you're interested. We can't wait to chat. If you want to hit us up sooner, like go to Instagram. Otherwise, here's our website if you're inquiring about a, a wedding. Like much love, Brit and Alex. And that has saved us so much sadness because people then are like, yeah, two to 50 days on Facebook, if we're being <laughs> honest. It's not that bad. But if you can find automations, do find them, set them up, take the time right now, pause this episode, go do that. It's automations, so fun. Automations are good. Templates are good. I often find that some of the best connections come from when you you actually add in more. Definitely add in so more. If somebody's willing, you know, because like 
you've seen inquiries where somebody's just checking prices. That's probably just going to be a template response. But if someone's going to give me some stuff and they're going to literally all caps tell me what they're singing for karaoke, I'm going to connect with that. I love all caps. You know, like I'm going to sing right back to you, baby. There is something so powerful about mirroring someone's energy. Mm -hmm. The The whole premise is that finding finding boundaries to make your life better and create routines that's going to make you feel like you're, you're not s- just slaving away at something and it's going to help you love your work you're going to love your work more because when you come back to it you're going to be re-energized you're going to be recharged you're going to be ready f- to answer all the questions that people have for you and you're going to be able to do it all with a smile yeah it'll help you bring joy to your work with that being said, are there any specific hobbies that you're excited to carve out time for this year? Oh, okay. So take me back, Britt. Do you remember 2017? I will never forget it. Me either. So year. 2017, I r- that was the last time that I really remember actually like making time to go and run at the lake. Wow. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I do too. You were my brown trail honey. Yeah, I'm really excited to do that again. The training for the half marathon is just a huge blessing. Shout out to my bestie, Emma, who invited me to be in the half marathon and has made such a, a profound impact on our lives. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited for that. Just just put some headphones in and just enjoy the nature because part of the trails, there's going to be a lot of people on, but those are the ones that are like closest to the lake. And then when you get like further back by like brown trail and the loop back there you get to hang out with mother earth yeah it's just so peaceful Mm -hmm. it really is and i know earlier i mentioned my energy type my human design is manifesting generator if you have ever looked this up you know there's a couple alex is a reflector which is an incredibly rare human energy form there's a lot of us out there yes for sure but you are the rarest of all of the human designs sure and one unique characteristic of your energy is that your social battery depletes so rapidly but also you reflect what's around you alone time is so sacred and so important for your overall energy health so being alone in nature is going to be a really special thing and i'm so excited that we get to go back to that yeah i'm I'm looking forward to that when we were on the trail today there was a couple spots where there was like no no more snow and i was like spring and then Mm -hmm. i looked at the Oh, it's the third of, of February. February. <laughs> it's, not, it's not spring yet, but we're excited to get some outdoor running in on our trip coming up. Yeah. I am most looking forward to my hobby of watercoloring oh becoming yeah. different than what it's been. I had like two nights in 2023 where I got to lay out a blanket mm-hmm. in a nature space on a beautiful day and just paint, just paint freely. I, I would journal a little bit. I would write a couple words. I would just go ahead and like create on a piece of paper in a journal or wherever. And I loved that activity so much. And I'm really looking forward to just leaning into that more. I want to bring snacks. Since you did that, you've music. gotten so much better too. Oh, like thank you. I am building on the skill of it's being an artist. really beautiful what you started to create last year. Thanks. I really appreciate that. So definitely making more time for hobbies this year. And like you said, Alex, consistent routine. I just really want to be good to Brit because I feel like I'm always putting her on the back burner of that to-do list. If you found value in this episode or if you enjoy these conversations, please leave a review. It helps us to grow organically and it also just gives us such good feedback about what direction we want to take the show. We just want to say thank you and we would love, love, love if you could take a couple minutes out of your day. It would mean so much to us if you could write a review or leave a rating on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. 
We would really greatly appreciate that. We love that you're here to hang out with us, and we just really look forward to hearing your thoughts on what we're doing and, and how you feel about it moving forward. If you'd like to hang out with us on Instagram, Alex and I are at Chasing Sunsets LLC. And if you would like to send in a question or a story time, or you just want to like send a little shout out email, our email is editingcastlepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to hang out with us on Facebook, Alex mostly, and it's going to be, <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic. Editing Castle Podcast Community Facebook group is an exciting place to go for different announcements with the podcast and just a fun place to hang out with other friends. Yeah, we'd love to have you. We'd love to have you. Send a little request. We'll hit you up, let you in. Absolutely. The last thing that we get to do today, Alex, we get to do our community question. Are you excited for today's? I, I just love the community questions. You guys ask such good questions, and we're so grateful for you sharing them with us. Yeah. Do you prefer prep, or do you prefer me just like reading them and you I answering on the fly? I, I think, dude, I love Gary V's content, and I love that he's just like Q&A, Q&A, Q&A. So like, hit me with a question. I don't need to prep. <laughs> well, good. This one's very fun. From our friend Emily Fell Photography, she wants to know the best What's up, Emily? and worst part of van life. Do you recommend? Okay, absolutely. She's a photographer, right? Yeah, she absolutely. Has a photography business. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. She does. So, speaking out of photography business context, I do think that van life is such an amazing opportunity. It's a great life opportunity. It really gives you a lot of insight into literally different geographic cultures and how they live like that's that's such invaluable information that you can't get from staying in the same place it's perspective it's yeah. perspective you can't get that unless you travel and you interact and you see see things right? i also feel like you grow a lot when you're so vulnerable yes and as far as uh huge photography benefits you get to you get to pick where you go you right. get to you get to decide where you go it's which the is ultimate road trip. it's the ultimate road trip and it's so good and we loved the opportunity because we could just chase the good weather and we could set up shoots either if it's just Britt and I and we would go to a Goodwill and pick out a look or if it's something that's just been burning in our minds and our imaginations, we might reach out to a couple people that we think would fit that really, really well. So you're going to network and you're going to meet new people like that. It also helps a lot to set up s styled shoots like that with other photographers, so you're going to continue to be able to build community like that. Huge blessing to be able to be mobile and have the internet, which is something that, it's literally, it's crazy. And this like is one of the coolest jobs. It's so flexible. Yeah. People would love photos anywhere, everywhere. People yes. want you to document their lives. If you have the flexibility of being anywhere at any time, you really can grow rapidly and grow in such cool ways and mm -hmm. grow your portfolio, right? Like diversify your yeah. portfolio. Y and I mean, just to add one last thing into the huge pro list, you get to see some beautiful things. Like yes. you really do. So the other side of the coin though, great, great perspective to ask both sides. Love that. Appreciate you, Emily. I would say that if you are super stress averse and if you are very rigid in being adaptable at a moment's notice, and you like things just so in the same routine all the time, I would say that van life is probably not the best option for you because things are constantly changing all the time. There's no consistency. There's no consistency. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that's consistent is that it's going to be different. Like that's, yep. if you're okay with that, there's certain personalities that are like, yeah, that's cool. You know, like I'm, that's I'm, what I'm, looking I'm chill for. with that. Like yeah. that's cool. Sagittarius. Um, yep, exactly. 
my sad friend. If that sounds a little scary or if it's already making you a little anxious, I would say probably don't try it. Another questionable part is your living space is very small. And Britt and I were lucky enough to travel together. I don't know if you have a partner or if you would be traveling solo. Those are two very different avenues to go down. You will have that to face. You will be like, oh my gosh, I'm always right on top of you. Or, oh my gosh, I'm traveling alone and I feel so exactly. vulnerable. Right, right. Everything is going to be a mess. Like, if you have to find something, you might, you know. Yeah, they <laughs> It's so funny. Like, I'll pack something and then Britt will be looking for something and it yeah. just gets moved. So you have to, like, rip everything out sometimes to we find the one it, thing. We call it a shuffle. And when you have to shuffle all the time, it almost does feel like everything's always a mess. And then you're just trying to find that one thing. Right. And I it's thought like, it was here. I needed the frother. Dang yeah. it. Also, you're going to be vulnerable in a lot of different situations. Most vans aren't equipped with a washer and dryer. So you're going to be going to public laundry mats. If you're in a big city, that might be something that's totally new to you. And it's going to be an adjustment period to understand where is a good place to go. Yeah, that's the thing. You're going to these cities because you need a resource, right? You go into the city for water, for maybe a shower if your van doesn't have that type of thing. Maybe it's just like a place to drain your tanks or do your laundry. You don't know these neighborhoods. And so now you're like, oh, cool. This is right off this one highway. Awesome. I'll just pop over. Mm -hmm. You have this like fantasy of what it would be like. Suddenly now you're in this sketchy strip mall and you're just praying that you get out of there safely. Right. That's part of living on the road. So you will get a much better radar. That'll come. You'll just be able to feel out a vibe and be like, hey, I'm going to keep rolling through here. I'm not going to stay here. But it's definitely an adjustment. It's a very big adjustment. The last big thing is the benefit of being on the road and, and all the opportunity for the beautiful places, all of the community connections and all of that. It's really good. But it's also very scary because you have your entire business with you. That's all your gear. That's all your hard drives. All of your computers. I mean, you might. That's that's like that's like full time travel. Sure. If you're thinking about maybe only doing like a trip in a van, like you might not bring everything with you. You're gonna make the decision. Yeah, but if you're going on a cool trip, you're still bringing all of your equipment. You're bringing equipment with you, but if it's everything or not, that's what I was kind of getting at. Yeah, exactly. You might leave a computer behind. Like, whatever. (laughs) You're probably gonna bring most of the stuff, but. That's always going to be in the back of your head, even if you're just running in to do an hour-long workout. The van is going to be out in the parking lot, and anything can happen in the parking lot. Or you're going on a hike that you've always wanted to do, like, so sick. It's a great hike. It's like a six-hour hike, though. Mm-hmm. So now you're... Six hours away from your entire business. I mean, you can bring whatever you want to bring on you, but... <laughs> you're like probably not bringing everything. You're probably not bringing everything. Just understanding that, and... Can I also add into the weight of thinking about that with a calendar full of weddings. Right. So if you're a wedding photographer, I would be bold enough to say I would not recommend living full-time in a van mm-hmm. because th- think of the great example you just gave. You want to go on a hike in your regular life, and anybody's house can get broken into, ch- sure. Absolutely, it can happen anywhere. It could yeah. happen anywhere, so your insurance is always number one, but th- my main point is if you roll up to this spot and you go on this hike and you are thinking about your stuff back at the van and then your wedding's coming up in just six weeks or something like that. That's quick turnaround. It's going to be really hard for you to actually be mindful in the recreation that van life promises. In our opinion, being full-time entrepreneurs in this field with all of your equipment specifically, it felt like we always had one foot in that space and one foot in the van life space. You never fully get to be in either. 
Yeah. Only since living in the apartment have I felt like I really can put both feet in entrepreneurial life. But, okay, all of that aside, let's say that you're just going on a trip and you want to pack minimally. Van life is probably the coolest thing you could ever do. It is the coolest. Like, we have a friend in... He's from New York, but he's... Shout out to Matt. He's from Earth Fitness. What up? He's from New York. He lives most of his time in Sedona, SoCal. He does a lot of traveling in the Southwest. Well, yeah, so Earth Fitness, just to give a little bit of context, he does naturally inspired workouts with rocks, yeah. sticks, trunks. Anything he can find. Anything he can find. <laughs> he can move a mountain, you would. And he's one of the most incredibly healthy people I've ever met. Yes. And physically impressive uh-huh. people. And it's all Mother Earth that he works so out with. So his business is essentially you know, his cell phone, which is what he records content on. Exactly. And his equipment, which for the most part, is what he finds. What he finds. It's his knowledge where he can interact and he can do uh, these workouts with clients that he'll find at the regular gym. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be like, hey, I've got a cool other alternative. Would you be interested in that? Yep. For a business model like that, van life is like perfect. It is perfect. It's he makes so his food, yeah, he watches his so shows, he goes to sleep, exactly. and he does it all over right. again. Right. It's so cool for that. If you were just going to bring one camera, maybe a Polaroid, a drone, like you've got stuff to create with but it's not everything then you would have a lot more fun because you would have everything with you yeah the last piece that i want to talk about beyond the equipment i'm really glad that we both are aligned on that it's a long period of time of feeling uncomfortable and never actually fully getting to like replenish your (laughs) comfort gauge yeah that's true think about a home alex you get to unwind you get to lay in your comfy bed you get to have your sleepy girl mocktail at least in this chapter there's just different things you get to shower you get to have your own cozy, comfy routines yeah. that you don't get consistently in the van. You have to work so much harder to have that, that kind of a routine in the van. And now you're living in parking lots in a way, if you want that routine, at least the way we sometimes, had to. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. you definitely are. If you want to be able to shower at the gym, you're at that gym. So you're in that parking lot. So are you cooking in that parking lot? Or are you going to wait till you get out onto you know, the cool sleep spot to finally start cooking, but then you have to do dishes. And like, what if you don't have enough water? And what if it wasn't a sunny day and now your solar panels aren't fulfilled? All of the things. So, you know, I'm going to take a deep breath here. But again, I just want to reiterate that if you're doing it, if you're doing it just for a trip, I I would say that's a really cool experience that you should consider doing. If you're going to like take your full wedding business on the road, I would say maybe think twice. Don't you feel that our specific business has had more opportunity to flourish with the consistency of routine in a home? I was starting to feel like van life was keeping us from fully reaching our potential. And that's the funniest thing about our journey. Van life was a huge benefit for our business. Totally. The networking, we would go down to the Southwest and that so was when we could get... So lucky to be able to travel. We could get better that whole time because a lot of people don't like to create when it's 15 nice below out. outside. Exactly. That's like what it's like in Wisconsin Just simply in being able to go to cool places was such a blessing and we're so fortunate to and have been there. you were able to practice. Like you were able to keep getting better. In that regard, it was like we were climbing. And then it got to a point where you were like, am I still climbing or is this kind of like a plateau in the van now yeah is this out of alignment with where we want to go one consistent theme that people would say to us is do it while you're young do it before you have kids (laughs) yeah and we did it we absolutely did it Mm -hmm. and it was so wonderful to be able to experience that and to share all of these truths the good the bad and the ugly with our kids someday and actually alex one of the requests that we have in the email is to do an episode on our specific van life experience so maybe that will be in the next episode but 
I just, I'm really grateful for this question, Emily, because... It's a fun question. It is something that I would recommend for all of the reasons Alex said, but I would also just, you know, provide caution if any of those things just aren't in alignment with you, because there's something really beautiful about living in a home that you have full of your things that you get to come back to at the end of every shoot. Oh my God, we never even talked about storage. No. You have no storage. No. Like, do you, you, you watch all these the clothes? You watch <laughs> these? Oh, well, so I'm a clothes and jackets and shoes girly. Jackets? I've and I love thrifting, so now you're at all of these cool thrift stores all throughout the United States. I have to go inside. Alex is like, where do you want me to put these things? Are we going to be towing a trailer full of Britney's thrift Some lines. people do that. Totally. You watch these van life videos and people will show like, wow, and you have so much storage for stuff. And There's it's no like, storage. No, you don't. No, you do not. Unless you are a true, true minimalist. Minimalist. Nailed it. Thank you, Alex. It's just not aligned with me. I'm a maximalist. I found that out. Yeah, you love to accessorize for sure. But you look really cute. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I like all of my things. Your fits are fire, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. My favorite compliment from girlies, my friends, when they say, I like the style. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's solid. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> oh, nice. I like your style. I like your style. Katie's a sweetheart. Yeah. But thank you for your question, Emily. I really appreciate it. Thank I hope you that so wasn't much, too long winded. I just. It does feel appropriate to give more information. People want to know your you thoughts on that. You need context, life. though. Yeah, like you so do, much. because it's so different for different people. Right. We've met people that were retiring and they're so excited to yeah. get into a van. Yeah. And then we've met people that maybe they didn't get into a van by choice. You're, yeah. you're running into all different types of walk, walks of life out there. And you have to definitely, you have to be aware. Yeah. And this was just simply our truth. As we close out this episode, I really just want you to continue to build in boundaries that you're constantly like checking back in with yourself about so you know that you're always moving forward in the right direction. Yeah. It's okay to make a change and then to realize it's not exactly what you needed or wanted or maybe you want more. Just know as an entrepreneur, the best part of the process is it's your game and it's your rules and you're the ref and you're the players you're all of it make your calls and have fun and we're wishing you lots of balance in 2024 do you have any blessings to share alex i just want to give one last moment of encouragement for those that are still in their grind eras you guys are just doing it you're just doing work you guys and gals you're out here just crushing it Mm -hmm. and hey we we know what that's like the, the light at the end of the tunnel is getting closer than you think. Like yeah, the tunnel is actually brightening. It's like getting, yep. you can see where you're going now. It's just Your work cool. is paying off, and we're really proud of you. Yeah. It's hard work is sexy. It is. Keep going. It's hot. Is that too spicy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even, like, let's find out. I don't know. I'm going to make that the poll. Was that too spicy? Is that too spicy? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want from me? <laughs> La salsa es muy pica. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm so happy that you stopped by. You're always welcome back. Thank you for joining us in the editing castle. In the editing castle. Editing castle. Edit.